the words of Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac, bringing you a bonus pod this week, just to try and liven things up as well. Um, for those guys who are new to the account, I'm going to introduce you to an old guard, someone who's moved on from the account but left their mark before they went. And for those of you who worked on the account with him, hopefully you'll enjoy hearing from him. On with the pod. So I record these over Zoom and then I have to edit them somewhere else later. Just FYI. When I, edit, I edit all our chit-chat out and I just like, <laughs> the stuff that people want to hear, I let it leave in. This stuff I get rid of because no one wants to hear our small talk. It's fine because um, you know uh, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna record it as well just in case you just in case this out of me. Yeah. What I, if, um, if, if this goes big, you probably want to get some royalties out of it or something. You might be you might be the one that like you might like the blue touch paper, mate. You might be the thing that takes us like global. I mean, Dan, Dan, yeah. Daniel and Nicole so far the only two I've done, and I've got four five star ratings, all anonymous. So. <laughs> Token, hey, but, uh, token ratings, I think, if nothing else. The only uh, thing I'm a bit, bit scared about is, um, so you edit it and then in between you say like, hey, this guy is whatever, blah, blah. So what's the... To be honest with you, Rick, if I'm honest, in an ideal world, I'm recording this now and I'm hoping to just be able to leave the entire thing as it is edit this little, I'll edit a bit of the front, the front off so it's not too long, but I'm hoping because this is like the fifth one I've recorded, it's got a relative structure to it now. So I'm hoping we can fly through it, record it. And I don't, because the others, the first one took me almost two days to edit because I didn't have a clue how to use the editing software. <laughs> then the second one, to be fair, took me an hour. So it wasn't so bad, but I don't really, you know, it's not something I want to spend time doing. So ideally, if we can whiz through it and you don't go too off, you know, yeah, I've got a history of kind of going off on tangents, but if I if I can keep you relatively on topic, then we'd probably be all right here. I think. Well, uh, you're not busy with re- re-forecasting your your second or fifth forecast, or. Jeez, who knows? Who knows where the order book is anymore? Do you know what I mean we're gonna ask to ask to keep these units, and then someone else will cancel them, and then we'll ask to keep some other units, and they'll get cancelled. What's the vibe going to? Don't get told there's no targets for that season anymore. Don't worry about it. But actually, we can't make enough for what you want anyway. So, who knows where we are at the moment? Are the schools going back? I don't know. Boris doesn't know. He hasn't got a clue. <laughs> Nicholas yeah, Sturgeon so. comes out at one o'clock every day and undermines whatever he's going to say later anyway. <laughs> it's comedy, like absolute comedy. So that's oh. why I've done this. Because to be honest, mate, who knows how long you know the way the world's going? Who knows how long we've got left? So. Let's have a bit of fun while we can. That's have you been to the office? No. Nah. Not at all? No. Nah, nah. Literally, I don't know what we're at now. Eight, nine weeks. Wait But like, I suppose, to an extent, like you said, I've embraced it. I don't, I'm on my third child. And the first two I didn't spend any time with when they were little. Because I would get home, bath, they'd already be bathed and in bed. Yeah. And I'd leave in the morning before they got up. So I'd see them Saturday, Sunday. And then, but you're knackered from work Saturday, Sunday. You shouldn't spend any <laughs> yeah. quality time with them. Whereas now... Yeah, get like I've had so much time with George, it's like I feel a bit bad at the other two. But then on the flip side, like we've been able to teach Oscar to ride his bike. I don't really know what we've taught Oliver because he spent the entire time playing on his brother's Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's, all, <laughs> that's all he does. You're like, he wakes up and he goes, Can I play on the Switch, please? And you're like, Yeah, go on then. You know, it's like, it keeps him quiet. Yeah, yeah. And how's the little one? How's the family? They're all good. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good. George is just on the verge of waking up from his two hour sleep. How uh, how old is he now? Uh, six and a half, almost seven months. Oh wow, you're way mm. in then. Yeah, he's he's 
yeah, he's grow, he's grown quite quickly. He's kind of each one seems to have developed at a quicker rate than the first one because they've got others to like chase after. So like he's yeah. already starting to crawl around. He's eating solid food. Doesn't have as much milk anymore, which is good because I can't stand making the milk and the well, sterilizing stuff and all that. Yeah. Not yeah. for me. So yeah, luckily he's eating relatively solid food. And this week we're going to try and get him on as much as possible, like small, tiny portions of our meals where possible. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And how's, how's the wife? How's she, uh, she's obviously not, not far away from baby number two. And then your world really gets turned upside down. <laughs> yeah. Again, really gonna be like, we finally got through the rhythm of like good nights of sleep. And then you're back into, no. Square one, isn't it? We thought that. We were thinking, what have we done? We are literally like, we've got two kids who can walk. We can <laughs> yeah. walk without them. What are we doing? Yeah. But they are good, to be fair. Unless you've got kids, you don't really then get, I think, the fun and games you get with them. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I woke up uh, three times last night because we we uh, take the, one of the sides off of Boris' bed. So he's now, mm. he can now himself step in and out. Mate. Right. I will catch up when I'm 50 on sleep or whatever. Uh, mate, you've got plenty of time to sleep in you. That's the thing. So listen, yeah. because obviously, well, I'd say probably three quarters of the team will know you, but there is a yeah. quarter of the team who are relatively new. So obviously Daniel, whose podcast I sent you as the teaser to try and get you on this one. Yeah. He is new and we have quite a few new people in ops. We've got a new person. Who, replaced uh, who, who replaced um, Victoria? Uh, so Amy's currently doing uh, maternity cover for Vic while Vic's at home looking after yeah. the little baby as well. Yeah. Um, I do actually need to get around to sending her the link to these because I thought she might find them funny. So we'll try and make this as entertaining as possible because she's going to be even more tired than you. <laughs> and if she's not, that's not the norm. So that's more luck than anything. But yeah. So for the people that don't know you, and again, to follow. Who are new? Give me an update. Huh? From Victoria. Amy's on the fix role and then Amy's on Vic's role. Cronsbury has so Cronsbury, Cronsbury has seen the light, uprooted and moved to Wales. So his 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 fiance family live in Tenby in West mm-hmm. Wales. Um, and for years they've wanted to move there and the opportunity arose. So he's actually left Nike and gone to move to West Wales. Really? Just before this happened. So he's now currently they're living with her mother. So his mother-in-law to be. Um, but from the looks of stuff on, on Instagram, etc., he's loving it. Like West Wales is beautiful. So yeah. I'm actually a bit envious of him getting a living Wales. What a place. Um, <laughs> so he's gone and done that. Um, what kind of job is he, uh, is he after? He doesn't have, yeah, he doesn't have anything at the moment. So he's, he's currently looking. So he's after finding any connections, but I've been in Wales for so long now, mate. Could have yeah. got him anything at the time, but now lost <laughs> it. Um, so he's gone. Who else has gone? I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, Ella's now working in field sales. So she's gone. Oh, yeah. I saw on uh, I was in one of the emails and she was yeah. on there as well as like a account representative for one of them. Yeah. So she's now field sales. We lost Ella as well. Um, and replacing those two. So we have um, Katie, who recently started, and um, Katie Hall. And then we also have Nicole, who I work with as my ops person and yeah. um, she came in and pretty much replaced james and has now got the unenviable task of doing the obr process nice. and as i said duggan recently got a new role so we've got uh, maria come on board um in the last few weeks so she's um, from nike as well she's from nike as well yeah i think she worked at john lewis and ProDirect prior but yeah she's worked at nike for a while now and what um, is duggan doing then what did duggan ever do 
Who knows? You know? <laughs> apart from apart from apart from acting like a stroppy teenager, pulling his cap down and looking grumpy, what what did he ever do? Who knows? <laughs> I don't, I still don't know. So maybe Maria will find out. Is he uh, still in the UK or where is he now? Uh, I think he's still in the UK, but if I'm honest, he left as he existed on the account very much in the <laughs> oh, yeah. shadows. So he kind of went, I've got a new job. Bye. Bye. And that was it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so he said, more, I think it's more of an EHQ European based role, but whether he's moving there or not, I don't know, if I'm honest. He was okay. at B&Q on the weekend. So well, he's either doing his house <laughs> because he wants to have a nice place to live or he's doing it up to flog it because he's moving to EHQ. So one or the other will find out. And where's the boss at the moment? Is he in the UK? Oh, is he in Austria? Yeah, yeah, no, he's in, he's in, he's in the UK, uh, in the UK with his wife, um, doing calls from various locations around the flat because they're both having a juggle time. So sometimes you dial in and he's on the staircase, other times he's at the desk, other times he's out on the little balcony. They've got varies in, in different headsets. That one's in yours because, you know, at least there's a Beats by Dre as opposed to, you know, what you've currently got wrapped around your skull. Another person I've seen wearing that is Gordon and he had it on the wrong way around on a pub quiz. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the same bucket as Gordon right now. But, yeah, so from that ilk, that's where we're at. So what I'd like is if I gave you 60 seconds, and you know you'd have heard it on the other podcast, you've got 60 seconds, you can tell everyone whatever you want about yourself but be aware there are three quarters of the team that have never met you before. So you can tell them that you're Dutch. You can tell them that you've got a unique sense of humor. You can tell them that you're a fashion icon. Any of these things, delve into them. You can tell them about your family. You do whatever you want. You tell me you're better running than me if you want to lie. You can tell them whatever you want. You do it in 60 seconds. And at the end, if I don't think you've done yourself justice, I'll ask you a few questions. <laughs> yeah? All right. Go and go. Well, uh, my name is Rick. I uh, am originally from the Netherlands. Uh, I'm in the UK now for about five years, six years, uh, moving for the sports direct role to the UK. Um, and now I'm doing uh, a maternity cover on Converse. Um, that's the work-related side. I have uh, one kit, another one coming, a wife, a house, um, all those uh, things. Other than that, <laughs> That's my life is sorted. Uh, what I uh, a bit more of a description for myself for the ones who don't know me. Um, geez, what do I need to tell? Uh, I'm a runner. I like doing sports. Raised, born and raised as a footballer, but uh, I slowly made my way into um, into running. Um, I. Uh, uh, that's it, Dave. 60 yeah, seconds. Fine, Six seconds gone. One thing I was going to touch on, though, is you are, you are a snappy dresser, aren't you? Let's be honest. Like, you influenced the group. Myself and Jack have tried to up it since you've gone. You know, we even... We ID'd ID some blazers, mate. That's kind of the level we're at now. We've got, <laughs> got, we got rid of the Janoskis, and now we're IDing blazers, mate. We're just trying to be like... I'm shopping at Arquette, just trying to buy monochrome clothes so I can just try and look as much like you as possible. i got three overshirts. Have you? Mate. I've even got Oscar Jeez. one. Nice. We just don't look anywhere near as good. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, you're bored you know with mean? it or not. You, even you when you the yeah. bang, 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 pop into the office on a on a on a showroom setup day with a shirt t- buttoned up to the top, <laughs> and then and then pop that off, and you've got some little kid sample white T-shirt on, still <laughs> still looking the part. So yeah, for those who don't. Oh, it's quite there. easy to. Uh... To look in Shybrook, right? I mean, uh... well, that was the thing. I, yeah, for those on the team who don't know Rick, when when Rick left, our style points definitely dropped. 
Chris Dale went from being at the bottom of the table to being relatively close to the top, <laughs> which is probably the biggest worry. It was no longer about two thirds cartons. It was about <laughs> two thirds cartons. It, it was about his men's training samples he had from when he was in the HQ. Um, I don't forget Gary Smith eh, with his old school uh, Cortez <laughs> shoes from uh, 90, uh, 91. There's a question for you then. So you obviously touched on moving to the UK to, to work on Sports Direct and you obviously worked on Sports Direct for a while, um, which can be challenging, but there must be things about the account or the account team probably is maybe a better way of putting it that you miss, I hope. Uh, <laughs> about, well, let's... I'll answer the question twofold. So what I miss from the account, uh, I think with, although it's annoying one whilst you're in there, but in hindsight, um, you get a lot of data from the account and it might not always be correct or they change it by the minute or, but they have so much data to work with where other accounts uh, I currently work with in field or in uh, sports or specialty or skate, they don't have any. Yeah. Uh, so you basically get a text message and that's it. So uh, that's maybe one thing uh, uh, I miss from the account. And maybe the second one is more the, um, yeah, just the conversations with yeah. the account. Now uh, I'm uh, uh, one step uh, away from uh, the account conversation. So you can always control it. That's what I liked about working on SDI. And then uh, from the team, um, I think, the what Converse has is a, is very similar to what uh, SDI has. It's like it is basically an office where you work in. So at Converse, we have like 30 people on an office floor yeah. and some showrooms, and that's the same setup as uh, in SDI. And what it creates is like it's everyone knows each other. Uh, you know, it's 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 sometimes in a in EHQ on Filmhouse, you you yeah, walk past someone and people. And you say hi and people look at you like <laughs> we might be colleagues but that's it you know don't yeah. don't 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 uh, approach me and i think what i uh, like both on sports direct uh, team and also converse is the personal uh, connection there is not much politics uh, lots of banters and uh, lots of fun and uh, yeah so that's uh, what i uh, what i not so not, not so say miss but what I also have a, a converse. Yeah. Different, isn't it? It's different. Might not be as good, Rick. It's fine. Might not be as good. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry. Well, we, we don't stay in, we we stay in a hotel. So where we uh, go out on, on drinks and dinners and... Um... That would be the other thing. I'm surprised, like, Gary Smith is literally currently crying listening to this. Not understanding. You didn't say the words casa fajitas or peak and piano playing and gin and tonics. Do you know what I mean? Like, any of those things would have put a smile on that guy's face and you just, you've ruined his day now. He's probably well, going to unsubscribe from the podcast now. I bet that in terms of self-isolating, what he does in the morning when he wakes up, he puts his clothes in a trolley, he leaves the house, drives around the, the neighborhood for an hour, comes back, checks in with his wife again, unpacks his clothes into the wardrobe and does it every morning just to get the hotel feeling back. Honestly, <laughs> when it first happened and we got told we couldn't go anywhere and we couldn't go to Shirebrook, you've never known anyone be so upset 
and it was like, what, you're upset you haven't got to drive five hours north to stay in the hotel you stayed in a million times before? And he was like, yeah, you know, you know, for a while, it's taken a bit of adjustment now for him. He can't wait for it to end. So he'd probably stay three nights for the first few months just to like get a bit, get a bit of space again. But yeah. yeah. Well, the good um, thing is that he, uh, he still loves his wife though. Uh, that's why, uh... <laughs> To be fair, she's made, she's made it under a few pub quiz calls. He's been like acting the big man, demanding a beer off her and stuff, which to be fair, from the interactions we've seen, she gives as good as she gets, which is good to, good to see as well. Is Gary doing um, couples pub quiz calls? No, I think uh, she just kind of comes home at the back end of some of them. So mm. I don't think it's, I don't think it's planned, but then he panics and acts the big I am. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's another question I've asked a few people: How 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 have you managed with the whole coronavirus and the working from home? Because I know before um... you were about coffees and stuff, you were kind of going into the commerce office quite a lot. Um, because I think like the one thing I, I would I would say, the reason I ask this to people is obviously I find it blissful. I'm used to working home three days a week anyway, and I've got a good support network at home, which enable me to do that. And I get to spend more time with the kids. So for me, it's good. But there are people out there who struggle. If I'm honest as well, in the first two weeks, I had really bad tonsillitis to the point where I was on antibiotics for two weeks. They wiped me out and I couldn't exercise. I was bedridden for a lot of it. And that that was hell. So actually, if I'm honest, if I was answering the question for me, exercises, if I don't exercise, it drives me wild. It gives me an hour of peace just to work out and push myself and then I'm better for it. So I suppose to that ilk, are there any things, obviously I know you're struggling with running at the moment, but are there any things you're doing at the moment that are making it a bit more, a bit more manageable, a bit more enjoyable? Yeah, um, I um, I find the whole self-isolation pretty okay, to be honest. Um, uh, I've never been a person of like 600 friends, so yeah. uh, it was easy to deal for me with it. I think um, the first uh, the first week, two weeks was a bit, uh, I mean, because my wife works full-time as well, so we just had to plan yeah. things. And uh, after two weeks, we just said, okay, let's work in blocks. We don't go, we don't do like, I do a call at nine, from nine to 10, she does one from 10.30 to 11. That doesn't work, also with the little one. Um, so for me, it's just when I work, I sit by my laptop and I don't check things on my phone. I am then with my son. And what I do is, um, because it's so quiet in the city, it's actually a bit busier now uh, over the last week. But in the beginning, it was, it was honestly death. So I um, cycled with Boris. So I have like a, uh, a child on the back. Yeah. I cycled to every day to Buckingham Palace the other day, to Man. Soho. We cycled That's to nice. Regent's Park. We cycled to Richmond. Uh, it's your the landmarks, uh, yeah. and there was hardly anyone there. And then we played in the parks. Uh, there was no one in the park, uh, so that gave me two things: a bit of exercise. It also avoided me having cabin fever because I I went out. Yeah. Uh, and my son played, and that was basically how we filled the uh, the morning. So, uh, yeah. And then um, uh, the other thing is um, uh, what I do is. I don't follow any of the news. Uh, one, a second thing is um, uh, don't think about it. So don't think about, I'm again, I'm in, the, I'm in the house and don't, if you say it, it starts to creep on you. If you yeah. don't say anything about it, if you just say oh. our things and you say good, then mm. eventually your brain will yeah. say it's good rather than if you constantly say to everyone, oh, fucking hell, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm bored, I'm annoyed. Yeah, then 
je meet yourself nooit op woord. So, uh, so all in all, uh, pretty yeah. good. And as you said, like spend lots, lots of time with my, with my son. And I think Nike is one of the best employers in retail when it comes no, to supporting so people. And we said this amongst ourselves, like we're very lucky to work where we are. Um, yeah. Nothing to do with the fact we're recording this and someone could hear it, but it genuine, generally when they came out and said, look, you know, look after your families first, work and wait, and then work around it. Kind of that made you realize actually as much as work can be hard at times, probably in a good place, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, if you work for, I don't know, retailers we've spoken to, most of them have been furloughed. We're not seeing the news today. What's what's the news? Well, you're not looking at the news, mate. After this, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell it on this. But after the after this, just Google Sports Direct and see what's in the news today. Right? I'm not gonna tell you anymore. And anyone who's listening, do the same. I won't say anymore because I don't want to get myself in trouble. This is meant to be fun. But have a look, and you'll realise that we're very lucky about it for Nike. But if we worked at certain other retailers, so listen to end the podcast because this has already been about 20 minutes, I think. But it's been good. I ask people quick fire questions and you're, oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're no different, but you've already got a bit of a, you've got a head chance here because you've already heard them. They're the same questions, but I'm still going to ask you them. And I want you to think, I mean, answer them quickly. This is going to be probably the hardest thing I thought when I asked you to do it, because you like to ponder a question from Bob knows that. <laughs> the only person worse than you is Chris. He loves it. You're, you're like a dial down version of him, but you do still pause. No pause in. I ask a question. You tell me the answer. I ask a question. You tell me the answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, go. Good, right. Number one, proudest moment? Uh, father. Biggest fear? Family or losing my kids. <laughs> Your one indulgence? What is an indulgence? Something you have, like for me, it's like, well, I'd say chocolate, but I have it all the time, so it's not really an indulgence, but something you, would, you, you treat yourself with from time to time. Banana bread. <laughs> Your favorite movie? Jason Bourne. Favorite song? Michael Jackson, Human Nature. Oh. Would you rather watch a film or a box set? You can only watch one. Box set. And is there anything at the moment, box set wise, you can suggest to people? Because people are kind of getting to the point where they've seen most things. So is there anything out there that you can suggest? Yes. There's a good documentary by Hillary Clinton, four episodes about her life, how she ran the uh, elections against Donald Trump, etc. Yeah. What's uh, that on? It's called uh, Hillary. It's on Netflix. I'm not sure actually. What's on Netflix? I saw it on the Dutch. Uh, nah, that's fine. People, people can Google it. People can Google yeah. it. Good, good. I'm glad you didn't say Tiger King. That seemed to have been the first part. <laughs> yeah. First part of lockdown, everyone was watching bloody Tiger King, and then phased out. Now we've all watched it. We've all got a bit bored of it now. So it's kind of Joe Exotic had his two weeks, and now he's out. But yeah, but yeah. So listen, I'm gonna stop the recording now. Um, cheers for taking the time hopefully everyone will enjoy it okay so I'm not sure if that's obvious but I didn't edit any of the actual content I recorded with Rick then I felt like the conversation flowed quite nicely and we had a nice little chat so I didn't want to ruin it by editing too much of it out hope you enjoyed um, watch out for the next proper podcast coming soon <laughs>